When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's do it, ride it, my pony. Oh my God, if you don't remember that song, I can't be your friend. I'm going to swipe and delete your ass. Genuine's Pony? Woo! A lot of mixed babies were made to that song, I'll tell you that much. Okay? So just put it on your playlist and deal with it, you bastards. It is my 11th episode, and I am very excited about this show this podcast, this podcast show. It's a hybrid, really. It can exist in both worlds. Um, I'm so indecisive. I'm such a fucking indecisive person. Like, I started calling it the Sharp Tongue Podcast. And then someone's like, you should call it a show. And I was like, yeah, I should call it a show. But now I kind of want to call it the Sharp Tongue Podcast again. So I'm gonna have to do, I'm gonna have to do a, uh, uh, a thing on Facebook where you guys decide which you like, what sound you like better, the Sharp Tongue Show or the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm going to take a tally, and then that's going to be the fucking name of the show. Because I can't deal anymore. I can't deal with decisions. When I was a kid, and my mom would take me to the grocery store, the, sh- the cereal aisle gave me agita. It gave me such anxiety. And, and to this day, I'll spend an hour in the cereal aisle. An hour. Because I'm like, Fruit Loops, Honeycombs, Smacks, I don't know, fr- uh, Fruity Pebbles, Cocoa Krispies. I have no idea. Count Chocula? Too many fucking choices. Okay? So, there you go. Um, I'm going to be in Toledo, Ohio. It sounds like an exciting place. We'll find out just how many uh, uh, how many fun things there are to do in Toledo, Ohio. Well, I'll tell you one fun thing to do. Jesse Mae Peluso. Okay, how about that? That didn't sound so great. Mom, don't worry. I don't mean people can do me. Well, I do because I'm single, but... I have a show with the Funny Bone in Toledo, Ohio, June 19th, 20th, and 21st. And my last show in town is on Father's Day. So bring your daddies. Bring your pops. Dads, come on out. You know, my show is suitable for all people. Maybe not all ages, but, you know, men can have fun at my show as well. So I'm excited about that. I'm sad I won't be with my dad on Father's Day. My father is amazing. You guys, if you want to hear my dad, he's in the very first episode of my Sharp Tongue podcast. I thought it was suiting to kick it off with my man, my main man, the best man I know. So yeah, if you guys, if you have dads out there, (laughs) not every every man can be a father. Uh, You know, a lot of them can be sperm donors, but not many men can be fathers. So if you have a cool dad out there, do something special for him. Bring him to my show if you're in Toledo, Ohio. I'll make them laugh. I'll make you both feel a little uncomfortable at moments, and I'll make you both feel just in general. I'll make you feel things. Not in a weird way, in a fun way, okay? I'm not trying to make it all creepy. Jesus, don't be so judgmental. 
But yes, June 19th, 20th, 21st in Toledo, Ohio. I'm bringing my Jess America tour to the Funny Bone in Toledo, Ohio. So get your tickets. You can get them at jessiemay.com or you Google the fucking Funny Bone in Toledo, Ohio, and you can find them that way. All right? So just come on out. I want to see your faces and fathers as well. Any single dads, come on out too. All right? I'm an equal opportunity fucker, so let's just do this. Um, Last weekend... I was in Bellevue, Washington at Parlor Live. It is so beautiful, this side of the world. If anyone can get a chance to come to the Pacific Northwest, Bellevue, Seattle area, it is absolutely breathtaking. Um, the shows were a lot of fun. Had a bunch of bachelorette parties, which always provide for interesting moments in shows because you girls like to fucking talk. It's my birthday. I'm getting married. I'm getting married. Yeah, but you're going to get divorced, too, if you keep talking so much. No, but congratulations to all the hoes that were getting hitched in Bellevue. I wish you the best. (laughs) Uh, It was so much fun. Manny Martin opened for me. He's a very fun comic. And Lucas. Uh, Lucas, I can't remember your last name. You know what? It's, it's not my fault, but you were hilarious. Uh, we both, all of us got drunk and we hung out at Lucky Strike after the show. Shout out to Ryan, the bouncer. I kept dry humping. <laughs> we hung out at a bowling alley after the show. The bowling alley turned into a party. Yo, people in small towns... In different towns, they get live in so many different ways. Bellevue, Washington is like, fuck you. We are going to turn this bowling alley into a dance party right now. And I was like, hell yes, I'm going to be in lane eight doing the twerk. Okay, so watch out. Gutter balls. Your your gutter mouth is going to be in lane eight. Um, it was so much fun. I was dry humping Ryan, the bouncer. And they had a really funny white hype man who was on the ones and twos yelling into the microphone. He looked like fucking Danny Tanner. I think his name was Neil. Shout out to you guys. You guys are very hospitable. We had a fun time. Drank my face off and I danced my ass off. Right now I have no face or ass. That's how you know it was a good good fucking weekend. I am working out. I, I Leo is now training me. It, Leo has been on my podcast. He's on episode eight, I believe. Eight or nine. Leo Flowers, he's a comedian slash personal trainer, and he's fucking great. So we're working out. I'm, you know, slowly building my booty back up to J-Lo status. I'm not going to say Minaj status, because I really feel like J-Lo kind of put the ass on the map. And Nikki was just like, oh, well, I guess it's okay for me to come along with this badunkadunk. And it is. But, you know, Jessie Mae Peluso is going to be right up behind you guys. Now, given my ass maybe. Uh, less than half of the size of your asses, but I'm going to be right up in there with my bubble butt. Bubble, bubble, butt. Bubble, butt. Bubble, 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 butt. I like to sweat. Don't be, you know what, people? Sweat a little in your life. That's one crazy thing Matthew McConaughey said that I'm like, you know what? He's right. He likes to sweat every day. I try and sweat every day. And not from like a nervous upper lip sweat, but from like, oh, I'm moving too much sweat. You got you to gotta get out there and get your heart rate up. Don't be lazy fucking bastards and then complain about how you look. You got to put effort into it. You know, if you want to eat the hot dog, go ahead. But do some squats at least afterwards. You could turn that hot dog into a bubble ass. That's all I'm saying. I've embarked into the world of Periscope. I fucking love it. I don't know if anyone has Periscoped before. It's an app where you can do live shows essentially you can just do whatever you're doing in that moment and you can tape it and it exists the way snapchat does for 24 hours as a video 
So much fun. I love it. So find me. I'm on Periscope and I'm on Snapchat. Jesse Mae Peluso. Uh, I love that. I love any way I can connect with you crazy bastards. I, I love my fans. You guys are nuts. A lot of you are sexually charged, which I appreciate. Some of it's a little creepy, but I'm going to let you be you, okay? Because I'm, I'm safe so far, and I have a strong dog that I will use if I need to. So, you know, don't try and break into my apartment because you're going to have a rude awakening in the form of teeth. I have new shirts. My merch shirts are finally done. Um, they have a hash, one of their tank tops. One of them has a hashtag on it. Cause I love to do the hashtags on Instagram and the other one has fuck. I, I always spell fuck with F X C K. So that way I can text it to my mom and she won't get so pissed off. Even though she still does. Jesus Christ. You see me. I didn't read my daughter to swear. You shouldn't text those vulgarities to your mother. So I have those available and I also have a guy's shirt. With a picture of a lamb on it. And it says fuck you. E-U-W. Um, that's a play on words. Because I love words. Those shirts are available. Small, medium, and large for all. If you want one. You want to see it. Go to my Instagram account. Jesse Mae Peluso. You can see the pictures of the shirts. I've, I'll be posting them on Periscope. And Snapchat and all that. So they're everywhere. If you follow me on social media. You can find them. Um, and just email me. Jesse Mae Peluso Comedy. At gmail. I'm accepting PayPal. My assistant, Liz Perez, is helping me ship all those out. And we have a bunch of orders in, and we're doing it now, so be patient. And I'm giving a free gift to everybody who buys a shirt. I'm not telling you what it is, but it's fun, and it's cute, and you'll love it. So, yeah, I'm just trying to find ways to get you guys some stuff, because a lot of you have been asking for stuff. So I, I made some shirts, and I hope you love them. Wear them when you're sweating. Wear them to the gym. Wear that fuck tank top to the gym. Like, yeah, fuck you, belly fat. I'm going to work you off as much as I can so my heart doesn't have to pump so much to make me have a, a joyous, healthy life. I don't know when I turned into Tony Robbins, but apparently I took a sip of the Kool-Aid and I'm crazy this morning. I um, am, all this Rachel Dolezal stuff is happening. The, the chick who, the white girl who, who lived her life as a black woman for years and there is an uproar against her. Who fucking cares? Who cares? Since when did everybody feel so fucking entitled to dictate what a single person does in their life? Who cares? Who cares? She's actually doing good shit. Until a story comes out where she's being a bitch and a horrible person, I'm like, do you, boo? I felt like a black girl my whole life. I grew up around black girls. I went to inner city school, quote unquote, Henniger High School in Syracuse, New York. And there was, it was more minorities in the school than there were white people. So I identify with black chicks. I always have. My name is Jessie May, for Christ's sake. You know, who cares? It, she just took it one step further and put braids and a tan on. Who cares? She works with the NC, NAACP. She is a board member. And she also has adopted four black kids with her husband, who is a black man. So who cares? It sounds like she's doing some pretty good stuff with her life. A lot of you fucking slobs who are probably being hypocritical, projecting your own asshole ways onto this woman, better check yourself. Who cares if she wants to live like a black woman? Who cares? I'm more offended that by people who want to live their lives as pedophiles and hypocrites and, you know, sn snaky politicians. What about those people who are living real lies, lies that hurt the rest of the world? Let this woman who wants to be black let her live her life 
Since when is wanting to live as a black person an illegal or bad thing? Why is it bad? That's what I don't get. I'm, I'm all heated up over this shit. I just think it's so ridiculous what we choose to focus on. And now all the shit that happened in McKinney, we're not even thinking about that. Oh, because fucking Mariah Carey is, is on the ones and twos right now. What about Mariah Carey? <laughs> Remember when Mariah turned black and everyone got pissed? Oh, but we're cool now because we like her records, right? We're cool. Oh, God. I know she actually is part black, so it's actually a, not a great argument. But I'm just saying, let, let this Rachel Dolezal live her life. It sounds like she's doing some good things. I write up on her just to check and see what, what she's been up to in her life. And, you know, maybe she's maybe that's just how she identifies. Maybe she's confused. Maybe, you know what? Maybe she grew up and there were some really great black people in her life that influenced her positively more so than white people. And she thought to herself, I want to live like that. So let her live like that. Okay. That's my piece on that. (laughs) I don't mean to get so preachy, but damn, let people live their lives. I try and live by that motto my whole life. I learned that from my parents. I'm grateful. I don't have very judgmental parents. My mom was a union worker for a long time. My dad is an alcoholic. So we are equal opportunity employers. (laughs) Oh, man. This week I I interviewed one of my really great friends. I, I can say that I love him. He is just somebody who I hold very dear to my heart. Um, we'll probably be married at some point, even though I don't believe in marriage. He's, he's the guy that maybe I'll consider it for. Um, he's an amazing comedian. His impressions are spot on. He always calls me and leaves voicemails in somebody else's accent. Like he does impressions of celebrities and he's done John Stamos. It didn't sound anything like John Stamos, um, who got arrested for your DWI, by the way. We'll talk about that later. Um, he's it's just a cry out for me, really. Let's just be honest. John Stamos is just crying out for me. But uh, the guy who I interview, Adam Ray, is a comedian. He's an actor. Him and I actually were on At Midnight together. I told the producers, I was like, this is one of my really good friends. We have to have him on the show. Him him and I and Cheeto Santino were on the show at, at Midnight. So check that out. Look for it online on Comedy Central. I'm sure they have it where you can look at the episode. And he's been in The Heat with Melissa McCartney and Sandra Bullock. He also is in the new spy movie. Paul Feig is a big fan of his, and I'm a huge fan of his. So this is my interview with my lover from another mother, Adam Ray. Well, ambiance. Yeah. But, you know, after a while, I think... There's only so much foreign babble you can handle. How much do we need to hear about how great Paris is? Then go back to Paris. Oh, Paris, did, did you have the... Did you, did you <laughs> wow. try the croissant? Did you have the baguette with the... This is no baguette. There's no butter on it. No butter. <laughs> this is no baguette. Wow, clearly this I've never been... paper. <laughs> I love that my idea of their small talk is, there's no butter to try. <laughs> there's no butter on the baguette. <laughs> Oh, do you think I said no butter? I said new butter. Oh, I thought you said no butter. No, oh, no, you no. want new butter? There's ta- old butter? I mean, all the only butter I know is I can't believe it's not butter. That's not butter. Okay. Fabio told us. You need to adjust your attitude <laughs> <laughs> real quick before this podcast progresses. Don't come in here hot and bothered about the lack of real butter through 
great butter mascots. I got to tell you. And one Fabio. Didn't he get hit in the face of the goose? <laughs> oh, my God. What? He got hit in the face of the goose. You don't remember that? No. Fabio. Oh, come on. Adam. I canceled my subscription to Fabio.com 17 years ago. <laughs> so, of course, I have no idea about his current events. Okay. Fabio was on a... A, British a, game show called Can You Take This Goose? <laughs> and he was like, what do you mean? Like, anally or like to the face? And they is were that, like... Is that your Fabio accent? Give me one more try. Take two. Okay. Fabio, can you take this goose? I mean like... I mean like how? Like to the movies? <laughs> <laughs> to the movies? <laughs> All right, really you know what? heard Fabio speak? Yeah. I feel like it's the same people who made the Millie Vanilli tracks. Ma- housewives have... Because they are the ones who bought that butter. Oh, yeah. See, that butter, that's not real butter. Because they were mesmerized by his pecs. They were like, <laughs> I don't care if it's fucking poison I'm scraping on this toast that I wasn't paying attention to because I've got nine kids and I'm by myself. <laughs> and I hate my husband. I hate husband. my husband I'm who should be making this toast. I'm going to fuck all his friends. The guy who re the walls. re I'm hiring him. Who's no. the first guy that shellacked it? <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> What's he up to these days? <laughs> On 2020, the first guys. The initial slacker. The initial slacking. And what ensued after that? What would you ever do if a man described. Oh, no, yes, they're leaving. The, oh, the, the, boo. The Swede. Let's give a quick commentary as exit. Um, that horrible they, shorts. Bad well, shorts. the woman on the far left has the same hammer pants I wore to my bar mitzvah party <laughs> in the sixth grade. And the woman so, on the right has shorts. Way too short. So short. So short. Who we wears could, short shorts? Penelope does. Penelope does. Is that, is, that, a, is that a I don't know, but French I can name? see the beginnings of one labia. clitoris labia. Clitoris labia. But clitoris wait, could have been an old name from like an old Baccarat game from the 60s. I always said it was like a dinosaur. There's Mildred, was a dinosaur. Beatrice, and what's clitoris? <laughs> she was supposed to bring the tea and baguettes with the new butter. <laughs> You're on the baguette train. Oh, no, wait. So back to the Fabio thing. He yeah. was on a roller coaster. Okay, this is a real story. He was this is also a great story because this is <laughs> letting me know what Fabio likes to do on the weekends. Ride fucking roller coasters. He must wear tight, tight jean shorts. The and no tightest. Shirt. How do you, I mean, okay, so he's on a roller coaster. Yeah. And a goose hit him in the face on the ride. <laughs> this is a real story. And, it, and he like was injured. Well, he, yeah. He, he had bandages on his nose. I don't think a goose striking a human flesh face is going to produce positive results. Do you think the goose had like a butter vendetta against him? For sure. Somebody went to the lake and threw rolls, which is a normal thing to do because that's what we do. You throw. I also think there's this weird conspiracy with the reason we throw bread in ponds to ducks and birds. What do you birds. think the conspiracy Well, is? I think it's like, why are you doing it? Who really cares about the... The, em- the empty stomachs of ducks. Why are you going to feed them secretly? And also, any t- think about it. Anytime you like go to a lake, you're always like, you always kind of like rip apart the be- bread like really softly and then you kind of like look around and then you throw it really fast. Almost you like do. you didn't want somebody to see, but it's almost like, it's almost like when I see people do it really secretively, I'm like, they must know something about these ducks that we don't like. I think it kills the ducks, which, doesn't it? No, it, it's bread. It's food. They love it. I thought wasn't good for them. It must give them gas. They must be I like, cancel my Jesus subscription Larry. to duckfood.com. <laughs> you have a lot of subscriptions. I have no money <laughs> because I invest it all in websites that don't <laughs> exist. Did you say duckfood.com? Yeah. I like how we just don't rolled up at that. this hotel and we just like, Fuck we're going to yeah. use your lobby for a podcast. We are live at the Viceroy. Is that how you say it? I always said Viceroy. It's Viceroy. I think it was Viceroy. 
My my old roommate used to work here. This is I love this. I, another reason I don't come to the West Side enough. That's a lot, a lot of hoary hotels. It's just a hoary hotel. I, I guess just, we're in I the lobby. I think all hotels are hoary to me. For sure. But this has a. I don't know. I like the little bar. Also, both my memories have here have been with you, so maybe that's a positive. That's, that's true. That is a positive. Just on the patio, listeners. Only yeah, we didn't go in the room. Yeah, we only fucked on the patio. We only fucked on the patio in front of the children's <laughs> party that was going on. They were so weird about it. I know it, they were really judgmental. It was like. You guys are here doing what you do. Yeah, like he's making balloon animals with balloons. I'm making one with a dick. What's the difference? I need to talk to you about that, by the way. I'm getting <laughs> a lot of negative <laughs> comments on my dick blog. People are like, what, is that a poodle? Is it a dick? Well, then it's I'm actually, it's actually not penis. subscribing com. to dickbook.com anymore. I'm ending my subscription to that. <laughs> Dickbook. Yeah. That'd be a good title for a book. It'd be a good uh, detective name, too. I'm Dick, Dick Book. And you're like, all right, man. You're definitely your name. It's it's said very quickly, and there's two very sharp K's, and I don't like how that sounds coming you out of go, your mouth. You you create whole stories in your head. <laughs> Were you alone a lot as a child? Uh, you create whole things. I don't know, in your maybe. Head. No, no, you I go, had friends. You go off on tangents. I had friends, yeah, but I uh, did I you do. make them? Did you create them? Yeah, two of them are still in the military. Really? Yeah. When I was five, I created two. Fictional characters, names. I thought your friends were in the military. They, my fake friends. You're, tell me you're joking. My imaginary friends Did are in the military. you have imaginary friends? No. I, I had say, stuffed animals, be... and then I had uh, friends, because I was in Cub Scouts and sp- a lot of sports growing up, and so that was like almost like, you're going to be friends with these guys who also want to learn how to build a miniature car and a birdhouse. Did you do those things? Yeah, Cub Scouts was weird. It was cool, though, because it was like... A set time it was like a, an immediate group of friends you know did you get touched uh no did i touch you betcha <laughs> oh my god an eight-year-old pervert oh my god that's a new that's show a, a new coming show. this fall on tlc Fox. okay okay we have different angles well, I was you, you pitch your show <laughs> i was thinking honey boo boo eight-year-old pervert eight-year-old pervert that's it'll never show. happen problem child is the farthest they'll get with that I mean, I just picture him with like slick back hair, and he's got like a suit. Totally, a or suit like on. me, a bowl haircut and a fat fucking body. Were you a fat kid? Yeah, that's right. You were a fat kid. But I was great in the skits in Cub Scouts. I was great at eating all the snacks the moms provided after school. How did you get fit then? I basically just stopped. I was really active, and I just my mom was like, "You know, you can't wear sweatpants for your bar mitzvah. You got to wear a suit." You're like, "What?" I'm like, "But these hammer pants are my favorite." <laughs> I wear them every day. Well, you can't wear them when you read from the fucking Torah. I was like, I don't appreciate your language, Puddin. She <laughs> Would goes, you just call me? Yeah. And then, um, so I just was really active. So then I just stopped eating crap. I just started eating really all just my mom would just make pasta and salad. And then I would not eat the snacks at school. And like we had this. You, were you picked on? Oh, yeah. Really? Hard. It was a bummer. Now, do you think. That's for sure why I have such uh, so much empathy for. That whole issue, and also like bullying, uh, obesity, obesity, people that struggle with it, and kids especially, um, and also it just gave me such a. I grew up real quick. I felt like because it was, I immediately saw. Also, I didn't know I was a fat kid unless I got teased, and that reminded me because I was such amazing. a happy. I was such a happy kid. I just even though you know, and uh, but the eating really picked up when my folks split, um, and I. How, how old were you when your folks? Nine. Split? Me too. That's right. We have yeah. we share that in common. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and then so I think eat you know eating the feelings probably even though mm. you, even though uh, part of me was like 
I'm not eating my feelings. Pop tarts are fucking delicious, no, and they should so, be double fisted. Oh my god, with the frosting. <laughs> yeah. When they came out the brown sugar ones, I they must have dipped them in every condiment possible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I wasn't sponsored by some sort of sugar packing company. By mayonnaise. Company. <laughs> by mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't even dip a pop tart in mayonnaise. They're like, this kid's crazy and super fat. Sign him up. And so, uh, and so then when I would get uh, teased, and then I was like, "Oh, that sucks." And then I, so, but I saw how that I felt how that felt immediately, and was like, "Oh, I'm never gonna make pe- anybody feel like that because that's the worst." Do you remember like when you were like a moment when you were funny as a kid? Oh yeah, well that's why I became started you making think people laugh. Of that? I was always funny with like a small amount of friends. I feel like like doing the skits and stuff. You know, in Cub Scouts in like yeah. third and fourth grade. So you liked it as a kid. Yeah, and I I played the Cowardly Lion in The Wizard of Oz in fifth grade. That was the first oh, like theater acting background. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh, and my well, mom still says to date, she goes, "Your best performance ever. Show you in the heat. Show you play Danny Zuko in Greece. Sophomore year, you quit football to do that. Show you were the Tin Man in the Wiz. Show you were on a, the season premiere of According to Jim in 2007. <laughs> Jim Belushi is very funny. <laughs> but my favorite role of all time." For my son Adam Ray, that's when he played the Cowardly Lion in the Lake Forest Park Elementary in 1992. Is she being serious? Yeah, it's the Cowardly Lion. He sounded just like Burt Lahr. <laughs> he, who played the lion in the original movie, he watched the movie every day and memorized that laugh. And when he walked out on stage, he would go, and laugh like the lion. And part of us thought he was choking on a Pop-Tart because he was so fucking fat. Because he would eat the Pop-Tarts on stage. He was the only Wizard of Oz character in the history of the story to get to Oz and ask the wizard for ice cream cake. <laughs> that fat fucking male titty fuck. Do you do that on stage? Never. Uh, you need to. <laughs> I couldn't even breathe. I was, just, I was laughing from my gut. Okay, so was that your comedy piv- your pivotal comedy moment? Well, what, so that... What, like, what pa- so anyway, so I started, I started making people, uh, kids around me laugh. By I would print call Seattle sports radio shows at night and record all of it. I'd call four or five times a night and do different voices when I was like you know nine and ten, and I would record them on a cassette tape and bring it out of my first Sony and play it on the bus for all my buddies. And That's I'd be like, so cute. Like all these, but I would call and I would get on four times a night doing a different voice. Like I I call as this guy all the time, and then and then I call as like, hey, I think we should trade like everybody for like a just a shit ton of jelly beans, and they'd be like, <laughs> what? Click, you know, and then uh. But anyway, so then I started making people laugh, and then I started impersonating friends and teachers. And then people were like, oh, they stopped teasing me because they were like, he's the funny kid. He's not the fat kid. That's how we turn it around. And that's and then I just kept doing that because I was like, oh, this feels way better than it's stopping the teasing. I think that was the only reason I yeah. was doing it. And also, I because I wasn't like that at home. I wasn't like the kid who was like at Thanksgiving dinner. like Because it was just weird shit. The family stuff right away, like I put on a happy face for all of it, but I... I think that's why I still have not like probably ever dealt with it because I just was like, it's all good, whatever. Like we'll but just that, keep going. Oh, dad, you're moving out. I'll still see you, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. And so just suppressed all that, and so. Uh, Kids are good at suppression. Yeah. They're the best. The best. Yeah. They're, they're so resilient to so much. It's really crazy, because the, uh, and you know would I come home and cry sometimes from the teasing? Yeah, for sure. And then finally, my mom heard me crying and came in and she also told me she's like i never wanted to give you shit about your weight because her parents did it to her and she's like i'm not gonna do that to him and i was like yeah but like at some point you gotta step in in and and grab the spoon grab the pop tart yeah grab the pop tart (laughs) and so uh, the title of your album pop tart suicide pop tart suicide it just sounded like it popped and it sounded funny to me (laughs) uh so then um 
yeah, and then it was just way better to make people laugh. And then and then it started to become fun. But you know? do you think there was like like can you think of like a pivotal moment, not just like liking to make people laugh, but even for, before that. Do you think like like for me, we've talked about this before, even when we were at this hotel, you know, I think one of my pivotal moments where I can pinpoint a moment where maybe that that had direct influence in me becoming a comedian was my mom kicking my dad out. Yeah. When I was nine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you have the personality that exists to facilitate the funny, but beyond that, you do. So you're saying you do moment. need something like, I don't know if it's traumatic, but just some sort of big just, thing to go through to, to basically give you like a, Hey, this is like, how are you going to deal like, with this and view this? Like, yes. what do you, do you think that's, well, how did you, when it happened, did you, uh, immediately kind of start making jokes about it or again, like suppress it and I still go it, every, oh, oh. Yeah. and I think there's something in that too, where it also, cause then it, we both probably observed what was going on a lot, which is, I think a great, obviously quality All of a you comedian. Do, you just, you observe, you observe. And you weren't letting yourself your get affected. You were like, you know what? Okay. So it's not working out. I'm going to step back here and just kind of watch what's going on and take it all in. You don't even know that's happening as yeah. a kid. You're just, you're literally, it's just, you're just doing it. You're just observing and then you're digesting everything and everyone deals with shit differently. But, you know, funny kids turn it into a way to diffuse the situation. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Were your other kids, uh, were you the only funny kid or were there other ones? I'm, I'm the only funny. I mean, everyone's funny. But don't you have family, like a couple but... best friends that were like, you feel like. Oh, yeah. Were as funny as you and yes. also gave you the opportunity because you have to have that other. Uh, it wasn't a one man show no, for anybody. Have, there were people that. Players. Yeah. I'm afraid you're going to fall back in that chair. I'm good. You're getting real comfortable. <laughs> you're leaning back, and I just. I, I haven't I leaned like back in a chair a in a while. Flashback to your childhood. My mom used to yell at me all the time for leaning back in my chair. You'll fall backwards, your head will hit the ground, and your brains will come <laughs> flying out of your head. And I'm like, <laughs> I was about to do, who, who told me this? I think, oh, it was Michael McDonald who has a bit. I was about to just basically do the end of that with his bit where he goes, his mom would just <laughs> come in at night and go and tuck him in. She was very, you know, very Christian, very conservative, and she would come in and wouldn't even like read him a, a bedtime story or a lullaby. It would just be like, just so you know, this was a way of her showing like affection and love. He'd go, just so you know, if somebody ever kidnapped you, I would look night and day to find you. <laughs> Good night, Michael. And close the door. <laughs> and he's like, I'm six kidnapped. I didn't know that was even an option at this point. You're like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa hold yeah. on. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you remember Fozzie almost died in your arms? Your wonderful pup, Foz. Which, by the yeah. way, let's just talk about how when you told me that was his name, I go, Oh, crazy, because when I get a dog again at some point, that that was like my go-to dog name. Fozzie Bear? Yeah. Not Fozzie Bear. Fozzie. You fucking asshole. Why not the or bear? Or Rolf, because that's my, one of the, my other favorite Muppet. Rolf the dog. Yeah, but why not Fozzie Bear? He was a bear. You think it's redundant? Because you can tell he's a bear. <laughs> the most angry person to ever say the word redundant. <laughs> you think it's redundant? <laughs> <laughs> So much fire behind that oh, double I know. D. And we're talking about pup, the the Muppets. He's the sweetest dog alive, and um, he almost died in your. He arms. Almost died in my arms, and that was that was scary. He had a seizure. My five pound dog had a seizure. I thought that was it, and I was like, God. So then I started to try to like compensate somehow. I was like, like make your like like loosen up your body, make it comfortable, like unfold your arms, like unclench your tongue from your teeth. Yes, like don't die. Don't die. But can we quickly pull up my Phil Collins mix on my uh, on my iPhone? <laughs> 
that's my life, man. Now I have to figure out how to like not travel with him so much on the road. You're very, you're loyal, incredibly I'm a loyal. crazy dog lady. That's all it is. No. You can't put crazy and lady in a sentence if there's not more, <laughs> if it's not talk, if it's not referring to the uh, cat species, or uh, if you are going to talk about dogs, you have to have at least like nine or yeah, ten. Double digit dogs are different. Double like, digit dogs you got to have. Cat cat ladies, they, the cats are just independent. They do their own shit. Dog lady also doesn't sound bad. Yeah, it's like a lady. Who, she you know she has dogs and she walks them. Yeah, she's a dog walker. There you go. She, I, I, she's a dog lover. She's a dog lover. I think of dog lady, I think of a, la- a lady who drives around in a van and lets people pet her dogs. Which she, isn't a bad way to live your life. She's really giving back to, to the community. Yeah, just drives around and does that. I just want people. There was a kid I met in Vancouver who was doing shows in the front row. And I go, what do you do, man? He goes, I give out fish. I go, what? What? That was my response. And everybody else in the crowd. I go, what do you mean by that? He goes, I give out fish. I go, you just don't work? He, he goes, hands no, fish goes, out? I went to college and then I just like love fish. And so I like, dad works at this fish place. So I just walk around giving out free fish. I go. <laughs> The fucking Robin Hood of fucking of, of, and then and then I had the exact same problem you're happening right now where I pesca- try to think of it pesca- another way to describe fish and yeah, I go you like the Robin it? Hood of pesca- fish <laughs> pescatar pesca I almost said amphibians Pesky? but that's not it right it's no, not right it's like the what's the other word for fish what's the medical term for fish or the intelligent way to describe that species pescatarius is it really kavilta fish nice what is what is the Jewish thing kavilta fish kavilta fish you said it with an Irish accent. <laughs> Gefilte fish. Yeah, do you want to come over and have some gefilte fish? We're going down to the gefilte fish. Oh, we're going to go right over. You just follow the fucking rainbow to the gefilte fish factory. <laughs> you thought there was going to be gold. And oh, they just coming yeah, out of that fish. There's just going to be anchovies. <laughs> There's always anchovies. Anchovies are disgusting. I can't stand anchovies. Is that the one food you won't go near? Anchovies are pretty gross. And I don't appreciate the fact they look like little skeletons. They really do. They do. And that scares you. Yeah, it's like I don't want to see what I have in the food I'm eating. Fuck I don't, no. Pork belly? No. I'm not eating that. No. Call it something else. Don't call it pork belly. I have a belly. That shit grosses me out. Yeah. What is your favorite food? Dick. Yikes. We'll be right back. <laughs> We're going to take about a six or seven minute break. Depending on how quickly the staff <laughs> removes themselves from the patio. <laughs> A six or seven minute break. <laughs> I like to get specific with my women. Tell them exactly how, how many long. Fucking women do you have? You. Oh shit. And my mom. Stop. I call you my future ex-husband. And my nieces. Yeah. Well, I just the list got real big real quick. You said and you, and then you went on the thirty-seven the other Deborah women. Deborah Messing. Deborah Messing. Oh, just Why? Because she name. kept her nose. Nice. Shots fired the rest of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying she ref- she was told that she sh- she needed a nose job and really? she refused to get it. She's like, "Fuck you! I love my nose." Yeah, I. Um, that's, that's who willing- told her to get a new nose? I'm sure, like just a bunch Somebody of dicky party. agents. They're like, "Hey, you'll book more shows if you don't have a." Will you ever bridge. succumb to that? No, you won't, because you. I love my nose. Well, you also got it all going on. Do I? And I couldn't have said that more. Like a bar mitzvah DJ from 1996. Yeah, I was like, are you going to play Woomp There It Is next? <laughs> is that a threat or a dare? Because either way, it's accepted. <laughs> I just wish that. Oh, God. By the way, that is a world that needs to be explored. Because I even remember the what DJ is? at my bar mitzvah was like, oh, that for needs to be sure. A show. He was great because he was so like, 
he made he 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 brought the fun that was necessary to a sixth grade <laughs> fucking party. <laughs> but he, you know, he got dads to dance and dress up and I do can a get beach, dads to dance. do a Beach Boy lip sync. I but, know how to make dads dance. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just a skill. Fucking tell me. <laughs> Welcome back to I Know How to Make Dads Dance. <laughs> I just gave up my subscription at dadsdance.com. <laughs> wow, what would be on that site? Oh, Is it just so, videos just of dads fucking. dancing at weddings? Horse fucking. Horse fucking. Yeah. You talked about this on another one of your podcasts, which I told you I really am enjoying. Thank you're, you very much. You are a wonderful conversationalist. But you're also genuinely interested in people, like the way Jimmy Fallon is. And then you're good at letting people talk, but also driving the 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 ship into the, the um, shore to fight. God, Normandy? we'll edit a better metaphor in. <laughs> <laughs> to drive the Uber to the drive the Uber club to the Persian to guys pick up the drunk mustache. Pitch. Oh God! Fucking Pregnancy wax test? store. CVS to get the twenty four hours to get the. I need a microwave pill burrito. Chef Boyardee. <laughs> I'm um, pregnant. <laughs> this is a weird time to tell me. <laughs> Considering we didn't even do it in the front way. No, we didn't do it in the front way. Who does it in the front way these days? By the way, I love that you're not even batting an eye at the fact that I described a woman's vagina <laughs> as the front way. It is the front way. Has it ever been referred to that as that? No, but it's a great way to refer it. I think it's as PC. But also it implies PC that there's another way. Pussy clit as well. This episode brought to you by Disney. Boy, how bad would you <laughs> want to see Disney do a animated film about the pussy clit? <laughs> Snow White and the Seven Clits. You're laughing, and I'm not, and that should let you know how serious I am about writing this script. <laughs> Snow White. We get and Hans seven Zimmer clits. to do the music. Hans Zimmer. Who did the music for Cool Runnings? Shout out to all my Cool Runnings fans. Oh, my God. Cool Runnings, get out of town. Talk Wait, about we movie were talking about cry. something. You, were, you, you had an open thought. You want to hear the movies that make me cry? Uh, uh, what, was, what was my open thought? You were talking about... Um, we, were, we were talking about something... Oh, your podcast. The, yeah, yeah, you were, say, you were Some, saying... Something you said. Oh, horse fucking. Horse fucking. <laughs> I can't believe we got back we to that. Good God. How do we... I gotta be, well, how do you not get back to horse fucking? How do you not fucking? get back to horse fucking? It's a very bold statement. <laughs> it's and a bold act. It's a atrocious act to participate in this why i even know that it exists is um a testament to our generation oh god who it's, posts these videos what's crazy that before youtube all the crazy shit that we see like two girls one cup and horse fucking and other terrible and the actual videos that people have posted of childbirth which yeah you know what maybe i did youtube childbirth one night in sacramento just to know what our future was gonna be no no that and i want to see what it looked like immediately afterwards the baby, not the PC. Oh, God. Uh, no, my sister had just given birth to my nephew, and I was like really bummed that I wasn't there for some reason. I, for my nieces, it was such a shock to everybody that it, I and I just couldn't be there. And um, but with the nephew, I really was like, I really like also because I just had just fallen in love with my nieces, and I was like, oh, I want to be there for this, whatever. I want to be there. Yeah. So then I just got really curious. I was like, oh, you've actually never seen. With good reason, so a birth. So I YouTubed. Research. I YouTubed. Okay, I was with Brad. We were in Sacramento, and I YouTubed. And this is also an testament to just the way the world is right now. YouTubed pregnancy videos. I think it was like pregnancy. Then I put kid coming out the front way. No, I didn't. I was like, "There's that was no just other a callback. way." Uh, there's no, 
There's no other way, and you almost cried when you said <laughs> That's that. That's going to be my There's memoir no title. Way. There's no other way. My Life in Pregnancy by Jesse May. <laughs> and in the musical, that would be the gr- a great opening number. <laughs> It'd be Whoop, There Babies It Is Live. can only come out <laughs> of the front way. The front hall. Some people try to make them come out the back way. But that shit should be shut down. Because everybody knows that but. Babies aren't real. They smell like shit too. Because the butt is where shit particles are from. (laughs) (laughs) So there's no way a person can come out of that. Who are you? Who are you channeling right now? I'm trying to figure out. It's a little bit of baby face. It's a little bit of John Mayer. (laughs) Baby face and butthole. John Mayer. Yeah. Just because he gets real facially. He, his facial expression. Yeah, but you know what? Me off. Put it aside. The guy's got a great voice. This his, but okay, here's the <laughs> See, that doesn't sound. No, no, that's. No, here it is. John Mayer live in the Viceroy. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's not music. That's like somebody okay, that's who's John having Mayer. a seizure that's, looking okay, for a facial That's at the top washes. of my SNL impression audition list. Wait, that's somebody who's confused while face, face washes at CVS. And that's their, I don't know, where one? And that's what sets off their tick, is the confusion over the proper facial wash. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, dude, John, stop going into CVS, dude. You know what happens when you go in there. Dude, I won't get facial wash this time. Dude, just get cashews and a couple sticks of deodorant. The necessities, man. All right, all right. And then he goes... He just he just sees that Stridex label and he goes Stridex right endorsements. What were we talking about? We were, we were what talking if I was wearing an all Stridex we jumpsuit and I was like endorsements? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, did you came in here you drinking a Snapple and a Pepsi? And I know it's not because the combo tastes delicious. How much they pay you? <laughs> um, back to horse fucking. So they did, did a we documentary. Get back to horse fucking twice. They did a documentary. Hi, how are you? Oh, you're all good. You're fine. No, you're Got a fine. Got a buyer. We were just Pastor talking Byron. about horse intercourse. <gasps> Did not mean it to rhyme, but glad I just got somebody laughing and a thumbs up as she walks away. Horse intercourse? Oh, my God. A horse is a horse if there's intercourse. Intercourse in your horse. Well, see, now you're just stealing my jingle. <laughs> I should have wrote jingles. Okay, Still there's can. a horse documentary. That's going to be my book, by the way, when I'm 90. I, I should have wrote, wrote jingles. jingles. On my, my life in failure. <laughs> Adam K. <laughs> I should have wrote jingles. I could have done it. The, I could have done it right. Uh, so they did a documentary about a man. You saw this, right? I haven't seen it, but I was it a I, documentary or just a video? No, the it was a documentary because it happened. The guy who died from letting the horse fuck him, Mr. Hands, is that his name? That was the name of the video that, that existed. Well, it was a documentary in a very deep south part of Washington State, where this guy who had a family was fucking animals. More importantly, f- the whole family was. No, this guy had a family. I'm sorry. He had a normal human family. you should have had a pause there. You just said he had a family who was fucking animals. You're right. Sometimes I, I hear my mind, sentences I'm like, differently in my head. Jesus. a whole f- that, That's why people have farms these days? They're just out there fucking chickens? You got Do it. chickens have dicks? Do chickens have tits? Jack dicks. There's chicken breasts, but there's not chicken dicks because they have eggs, so it's a different form of... they were? Isn't it crazy that we just eat chicken no, breasts? Would dicks. we eat them more if they were called chicken tits? It was like we would eat a lot more. Oh, uh, get the number seven, uh, and then two chicken tit sandwiches on the side. Hold the sauce. I'll put my sauce on there myself. 
I can't laugh hard enough by because Disney. I want so badly to be in the car with a guy who does make that joke for the first time. And here's the silence that you just heard from me, which wasn't me disapproving the joke. It was me loving it so much I couldn't produce sound. But <laughs> I was thinking of the drive through person listening to that and then just being like, I'm not going to feed into this. I'm just going to wait until they decide to... Give me more <laughs> items to make in 12 seconds because fast food is killer. Okay, back to horse fucking. They did a documentary about this guy <laughs> who fucked the horse <laughs> and then the fo- horse fucked him and he died because it like ruptured his colon. They showed. I haven't the- seen the video, but the documentary. And so and it was about in deep Washington state. And someone was like, do you hear that fucking guy that fucking died from fucking the horse? Happened where you're from. I go, it happened in the state where I'm from, man. Not it's in the city state. or the house. Don't act like yeah, it, so happened. Was it, Dude, was it was in your property. room. It was in your childhood room, man. Did you go down to the basement? Did you have to talk to your mom? She's letting anybody in these days. You gotta go. Have you been in the pantry in your house? She's running a small business, man. People forget to fuck animals in your fucking childhood room. You're they, the family that likes to fuck animals. Dude, they use, use your trophies. Listen, dude. Listen, I know you got a big backyard. There's a shed you haven't looked behind in 20 years. Bunch of horses Bunch back of there. Bunch of horses, man. Just fucking Just everybody. fucking dudes. Oh, God. Gross. I, I've it, watched one bestiality video, and I'm not proud of it, but I feel like this is the time to really tell your it? fans who I am. And it's a guy that YouTube's pregnancy videos and one time an animal sex video. And I feel like once is actually really good because... That shit's at your disposal 24 hours a day, seven days yeah, a week. So, well, I would have to say I'm so relieved that you aren't into bestiality. Good God. It, I'm really relieved that you only one I saw one, one and it was uh, another horse type thing. And it, I almost I've seen a, three. I think I got a strong stomach except for roller coasters. Very weak. Like Fabio? Hey, the next time I go on a roller coaster, it'll be with a big sandwich covered in butter. But guess what? It's not butter. Psych, it is. But you can't believe it. Cut. Fabio, stick to the script, man. I was improvising. Why is Fabio like a Cuban? Because I don't know what he sounds like. And Cuban guys talking about butter makes me laugh. It's like, I don't know. It's like I got. (laughs) It's like, you know how sometimes you go into 7-Eleven super late. Oh, so now he's Cheech? So funny. Now he's huge. <laughs> Fabio has spanned so many nations. God damn, I want to meet that guy. Back to horse fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, BC, I, I, I love that you said I'm so glad you're not into it, but that is a normal statement for you to make because there are a lot of people, yeah. none of which I think you or I know personally, but that are into weird shit, and that's why there's shows about it, and that's why there's help groups about it, and that's why... Also, you and I are probably into shit that we don't think is... Weird, but maybe to the guy who fucks horses, he's like, dude, you really Avocados? love fucking avo- soup? Gross. You like soup places. Oh, you, you go to soup places? You like eat soup at a place and not make it yourself? You actually go, I, today I want soup. <laughs> You're actually making me want a fucking animal right now. I'm so <laughs> perplexed by your amount of weirdness. Minestrone? <laughs> I love that soup. That's a good soup. Are you a big soup uh, person? I love some soup. I'll fuck up some ramen. God damn. Ramen. There's a ramen place on Sunset Boulevard that's open up. Would you call me? <laughs> you know what? If halfway through your podcast you're just gonna make Japanese slurs <laughs> at your guests, this maybe this isn't the show for me. Tetsu. Says the guy oh. who just got done saying, "I've only watched 37 animal fucking videos." I said one. 37. I saw what you said in your eyes. People can't see, but I know 37 was in your eyes. That was my golden number. 
I've seen. You know what 37 what? was? 37 was the number when I was uh, 12. They asked us in um, health class. They go, what is when the age of the first die? woman you want to lose your virginity oh. to? And I said, I don't know who she is, but I want her to be 37. So you wanted your mom? Was 37 when I was 12? I don't know what's going on in the household. <laughs> She's back there selling. She's back there selling. Horse cock. She's back there. S- <laughs> Please don't producing. ever listen to this, Mrs. Ray. No, she she'll love it. I love her. I don't even know her, but you haven't I love met her, her yet. It's a damn. I know, shame. but I know her. You'll meet her at the wedding. Yeah, at her wedding. What did you say? I'm your comedy ex-husband. No, I said you're my future ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Ex, I feel like if and when we do, it'll be we Forever. won't divorce. Yeah. No, we would never divorce. I don't think so because we make each other over. laugh. Horses over? I'd let you have a couple horses. Well, then this got. Did very you hear the noise you just made? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You just went. Can I be honest? That that soundbite in itself makes me so glad that we decided to not postpone this podcast tonight, like we had went. earlier. After after a roundabout horse fucking conversation. <laughs> We took five different moments to go, what were we talking about? Oh, that's right. Giant horse dicks. <laughs> and then finally at the end of it, you go, I'd let you do that if we were married. And I, unknowingly, you totally that was innocent. just a sigh. That was, was just a man's sigh. that was, was like real sigh. It was a real sigh that it was, basically said. It was said, under your breath. It, and it said, I love that about you. I love that you'll let me be me. Yeah. But little did I know that. You also were impersonating. It's also the way a horse revs up to fuck a dude. Yeah, that's how he sounds when he's letting it out. Or maybe it's when he sees what he's working with. He goes, ugh. <laughs> like the guy goes, nice view back there. And the horse goes, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, God, all right. Enough of this. Mom, don't listen to this. You know what? Listen to this. Mom, listen to this. Because your son made it successfully. She knows this is what I do. She's seen me do stand-up enough. I flew up to Vancouver for Mother's Day to hang out with me for the weekend. That's so sweet. Because I come in town a lot to Seattle. And I, it's all, a lot of time with the nieces. Because you're from and Seattle. And my sis. I'm from Seattle. And uh, which will be this. When is this pop? Is this, will you already have done Parlor Live? I would, I'm, I would already have done Parlor Live. Okay. Parlor, you were great. You were great. It was great. And Bellevue, you can say that. I know that. Bellevue, Washington. I'll be back there July 9th through 11th. There you go. Bam. Let me this get will those be up before then. Palusers? What's your fan name? What Palusers? are they called? <laughs> That's so good. We just looked at each other. I mean, the Palusers? Is it good, really? That's a good fan. I mean, they're not losers, but Palusers. But they'd like the yeah, ironicness. The oh, my God. We're finishing irony. each other's sentences. Jesus. Should see? I move in? Tapped in. Tell Brad he's got to move over. Brad doesn't live with me. Well, I mean, proverbially. Another rule I made when I was 12, I go, lose your V to a 37-year-old, never live with a dwarf. Well, you're breaking both those rules. I know. I feel like you're breaking both those rules. Mrs. Batelli, <laughs> if you're out there, you smelt terrible. Oh, man. Not there, under the armpits. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I was a kid. I didn't know where to put a, it. It's a non-porous vagina. If you have a you smelly armpit, armpit, that's a game breaker for me. Is dwarf a okay term? Yep. I call him everything, but I also call him Brad. More importantly, did he, did he ever tell you? No, Brad is. He, I, 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 we just have gotten to such a comfortable level that he could say something, something Jew, and I could say. And there's been times on the podcast where we get generally, well, he'll make a jab at me, and I love it too because I, I never was such a ball buster type. Like we hear these stories of like you and being in New York, like the comics, like when we oh, sit at the tables ball, and you bust, bust balls. Ball, I've gotten a lot. I, I was never. You're not a ball buster. No, but I do do it with. But I do it in passive way, like. If uh, 
like uh, my buddy Mark Saratella, like I started doing this thing for a while where I go, can I talk to you for a second? Like really like, Pat, so if he would say something like, he'd go on a really long tangent about something and he'd interrupt me from a story, like maybe to take a phone call and I'd just be like, hey Mark, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> I'm really fucking pissed off at how you just like cut off my stories like that. And like I'll do a lot of shit like that. Or if he like like comes in and gives me like he's like, What's up, man? He gives me like a, a handshake. What's up, man? Can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. What's up, man? Get to see you. I go, Can I talk to you for a second, man? Your high fives are getting really very fucking aggressive, dude. <laughs> so like that's you know, but not so like a, it's not like a but New not York like ball a dude, busted. look at this guy in his yeah. fucking pants. You oh. to, like, it's a fu- it's a verbal fight. Yeah. And so You're but, not like that with with But I have called Brad like a fucking midget to his face. And we laugh really hard because it's so, and then he, but it's also like I. So Midget's not cool. I always use a little person. When I first started becoming friends with him, it was a little person all the time. And I still say little person. He's cool little person. He doesn't care Are little anything. people cool? Midget, it's, I mean, he, he, uh, if it's, he doesn't care. He has incredibly thick skin and he also, but he, um, I think he appreciates the, if you know, you know? Yeah. If you just know, it's, it's. If you know but what, he has what, jokes what? about it, how yeah. like little person is so much more demeaning than, you know, midget or, you know. Um, but he's... Uh, Can you imagine if he got fucked by a horse? I... Okay, well... God, I was having a... In my head, I was like, wow, I, I feel like, you know, the AC unit you got for your apartment, Adam, has been working out okay. I think you finally might be on a nice stretch of some good sleep. And now... And now I'm introduced to this idea, this visual of my best buddy getting pummeled? What's the word? Pummela, pummela, pummela. Schlacked? Pummela Anderson. Hilarious. (laughs) Would be the name of her gymnast porn star alias? Yes, 100%. Um, Yeah, Brad, that could be a great reality show. If things really just come to a standstill for him. I think you just go, fucking, okay, fucking what horses. can I... Or maybe it's he puts himself in position to, but never does. Yeah, like he's a cock tease for the horse. Yeah, he's almost like the dog whisperer. He's the candle. If the whispering was turning them on and leaving them with blue balls. <laughs> he's the carrot that's literally dangled. Hilarious. Oh, God. Too soon. Where did we go so wrong? Um, all right, enough of the horse fucking No more talk. horse fucking. Have you ever been in love? Yeah. You have? Yeah. First time just was a different in... hole, really. Well, I first started falling in love with humans um, after my cat wouldn't. No, I don't. I hate cats. Um, perfect. Um, you fa- <laughs> I hate cats. My sister's cat attacked me when I was. How cliche 13? of you to hate cats. 13? You hate cats, but you love pussy. Hilarious. I don't even like that word. I don't either. Either? I don't either. I don't either. I don't like the word Eva. It makes me feel weird. <laughs> Do you want some porridge? You sound like my Aunt Shirley. Yeah. If she was a Disney witch. <laughs> if she was a Disney witch concocting porridge for young children you who loved porridge. And Everything's ha- <laughs> fine. I sound like a fucking evil witch. Okay, so you have You do a lot of voices. I, I mean, I guess I do, but you're the voice master. You have been wow, it took you long enough to say it. You said you were going to say that like minute six, and what is it, minute 42? You, did you see? I did have I have it on my list. The voice master. Um, wait, wait, it's right here. Wait, right here. Okay, Um, who were you in love with? Um, when, when were you first in love? I think I was first like in love. Like real love. I'm not talking about puppy stuff. I'm talking about like eighth grade where you were, you think. No, I'm not talking about when you're like, I was in love with a rope in gym class. Wow. I felt that funny feeling, and I was like, I'm missing you. Where that- are you, rope? I'm 
Or did you hear that Janet Jackson song? When the girls in the party looking at the party looking at the party when the heads in the get to bed tonight. Put a rump in between and see what you mean. Do you really know the words? No. Put the rump in between and see if you mean it. That sounds like it could be a lyric. I was just trying to improvise based on your rope info that was just brought to the table. I did. I felt that. I lost my virginity to a gym rope and. Dot com. I, I, well, there goes my subscription to that heard, website. <laughs> I've also heard that that does happen. A friend of mine. Uh, no, it that. happened. I, I, I slid down the rope and I felt funny feelings. Um, a friend of mine that happened to with the. Um, not a hopscotch. The <laughs> the the uh, mo- not monkey bars, but the other thing. The tire swing. No. Good God. How big is that child at- vagina? <laughs> God. Mom, turn it off. Um. Uh, no, the thing that you um, would swing around on. The, a it was, dick. <laughs> God, so funny. She's quick. Fellas, you better be able to keep up. <laughs> right? You need a guy that can keep up. Yeah, I need a guy who can right? keep up. Yeah. Remember when we first uh, went out to that diner in New York when we first Peter. met? And we had this like funny Greek. Uh, he was the owner of the restaurant, of Peter. a diner. Did you know that diner previous to mm-hmm. we stumbled upon That's it? a beautiful thing about New York. There's so many diners. You could go to a different one every night. Man. Yeah, they, I didn't know Peter, but what we, we laughed a lot that we night. We did and laugh. And that a lot. guy came in and like kept the momentum going. He like Oh, he was funny. He could, he, he, he also was like, You guys got a good vibe. Like not yeah, everybody he could hang. nobody comes into a diner late night and just is like, Oh hey, what's up guys? Hey, uh two really fun people are here. So I know that you guys it's been probably quiet and like not fun, but if you want to come by our table and like shoot the shit, we're super fun. So Oh, and also we're gonna buy food. So your night just got so great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're gonna swear. I was gonna you swear a lot. I bet I realized I was in a hotel lobby. Who did you fall in love with? Like I as fe- an adult, when you were like, "Oh man," when you had a man love, not like in love with a man. Like a go- when I was a sophomore in high school, and there was a girl who was a senior, and I worked at Albertsons, the grocery store, and she was in the customer service booth, and I was a bagger. And the way she showed me how to put bread on top of eggs, Sym- symmetrically. <laughs> I feel like bread on top of eggs is also like how babies are made. Well, because you're a pervert. (laughs) (laughs) And you were taught how babies get made through (laughs) grocery lists. (laughs) Uh, No, it's, I was so smitten. I mean, I was raised by pretty much my mom and my sister. And then my sister went away to a girl's school for all my high school. So it was just my mom and I. Yeah, that's why you're so good with women. Am I good with women? You are good. You are. I think I'm very tender. I think I am very tender, and I'm, and I know I'm sweet and attentive, All and right, I think calm that was. Down. Well, Jesus, is there any and I'm the best, and I lo- and I make them come oh my God, every my hair day. Is great, and my teeth are straight, and I got a great fucking beard. I just manicure every day. <laughs> I told you this. I just knew. Is there re- any vulnerability? Recently, there's a lot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if that was my cry, that'll be our inside joke now. When <laughs> I get upset. Oh my God. I'm gonna come up to you, and if you don't fuck. Oh no, when I'm turned it. on. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, well, we're in public. I'll tell you when I'm turned on by doing this. Because if that doesn't get you going. <laughs> we're just going to be making horse noises in the produce department. So funny. I love that that's where it, it does go down there. You know what, though? I feel like <laughs> so the produce much department, goes down in the produce department. I feel like people that don't. There's probably a lot of post-Facebook flirting that was oh, originally yeah. started. In the pro store. When you were groping I've, mangoes? I've heard comments about people flirting in grocery stores. Like, 
that are by their uh, by themselves doing the shopping. I was the there kid. Friday night hitting on every goddamn person in that store. For real? Yeah, just throwing it, it is, out. It is kind of a great. <laughs> I mean, you're all there for food. It's We're a all great, lonely. We're here on a Friday should night. Should open with that? Yeah, I guess if you go shopping on the weekend, that's sad. I went Friday night. At what night? hour, though? I love to shop Midnight. late. Midnight. Actually, no, 10 o'clock. Perfect. I think it's sad if you're by... It's not sad if you're by yourself. Like you're but backpedaling if, right if now. If your entire cart is filled with, like, haagen Well, then... And the Bridget Jones get, that pull DVD. Pull a box of tissues. And the Bridget Jones DVD that they have at the check stand. In a, in a dusty orchid that's dying. It's on sale because it's been there for two weeks. And the woman goes, just take it. I'll give it to you. It needs a home. By the way, I call my vagina the dusty orchid. Oh, my God. I call my one-man play that I'm doing about your dusty vagina the Dusty Orchid. <laughs> um, I was Back in love. Her name was Kelly Cruz. Kelly Cruz? Yeah. Of the Terry Cruz Foundation? Yep. It was his daughter. The heir of and Terry Cruz. <laughs> she was not born. But I saw a picture of the sonogram and I go, Schwing. And then for all you kids who don't know great movies, Schwing. Is a reference. Yeah. For all, the, for all you Girl Code fans, and I know we're on the younger side. A little younger, yeah. But I have a lot of older no, fellas. Okay. They'll appreciate this schwing reference. You, they'll love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we uh, we had a great banter in, in high school, and then we worked together. And then um, I just, uh, she was very sweet and very, had a great sense of humor. That's always so big with me. And not, uh, I made her laugh a lot, but she was quick enough. Like, I, I don't, she didn't, I didn't, uh, I found that too as I um, started dating, like, the three serious relationships I've had that were all th- like at least three years, right? From like, I've had the same. From 19 to 27, I did three back-to-back. Me to too. Back. Yeah. So weird. So a lot of, I mean, was pr- pretty much not single for that for most of the 20s. Yeah. And, uh, and so, but I, the first one I made her laugh a lot, and she was real funny but never got super comfortable to like, like make, to make, no, to make, she, she was just a great audience and I loved making her laugh. But, and then the next one was uh, kind of funny and would like was fun to play around with, like would chime, you know, but was still an audience. And then the other one uh, was you like real You're quick. I like give it back. I, I enjoyed, yeah. So that was, yeah. I liked being made. Like I didn't like. I think I grew out of being liking the that I was a funny. Yeah, you want to yeah. be entertained. Um, and uh, and I just think that's super. And that's why I was saying that. We will still make it despite the you and I how much horse play. Oh shit! You give there's me. the memoir. Um, because you have to have that, and so, and so that's why it was so key with the girl that I fell for. And I think I just I remember sobbing over when finally. So we we kind of we we're just such good friends. And I, again, I was so I was so timid to even make a move on a girl for a long time. I'm sure uh, because fat kid emotions are in your brain. Yeah, and then no man to tell me how things were, and I was so. I also, and I don't regret this at all, was very, because once I started doing the plays and stuff, um, I got a good amount of attention from girls and older girls. And I was an athlete and then doing the plays. So I was like in both worlds, right? And so, but I was so cautious of like my reputation. And I like, I saw the guys that were kind of known as like, whatever it was like, you Deviant know, horse. just hooking up around school. I, yeah. I didn't, I I did like a lot of stuff in the community and I was like, you know, uh, uh, athlete and uh, doing really good in the plays and like had a good. Uh, well rounded. And I just, I, people, and I worked at the fucking grocery store in our like town and it was like, I just you didn't want. You were the want... local serial killers, what you were. So Everyone funny. loved you. I just didn't want to do anything to like fuck that up. Yeah. 
And I, uh, not that I didn't like want to, but also I didn't know. I mean, I don't even think I masturbated till like, can we say that? Can we say that? Uh, you, until you... maybe junior high school. What? Is that late? Yeah. For sure. Because I just didn't, not that you should have a dad to teach you how to do that, but I wasn't like, ta- it wasn't yeah, being it wasn't talked about. Yeah, it doesn't, well, school dudes don't bring that up. don't talk about it. But it's I do suppressed. remember when I was like, you know, young, when I was, I, I remember when I was like fifth or sixth grade, like being friends with some girls in my elementary school and having play dates and like having weird things where we like rubbed our bodies on Ooh, each other. Oh yeah. Tell me more. Right. Just um, a lot of friction. A lot of friction. The teenage years are all friction. It, yeah. Because you don't know what you don't know goes where, where you don't or know. what, what feeling is supposed to be good. I mean, you know, you have no idea at the body as a teenager is literally the equivalent of opening a box, a puzzle you know, when you get a box and it's a big puzzle and you open up the box and you dump all the pieces on the, and you're just trying to fit the pieces. Yeah. You're there for hours. Like, does this one go here? Is it a, is it a bridge and the, there's trees in the background and there's a castle? What is the puzzle? I hope so. Cause I'm looking what across does this a thing moat. Look like? I don't know what that means. I just was trying to go along with your medieval references. <laughs> I have a lot of medieval references. Um, it's very confusing as a child. You're just dry humping. Very. Yeah. And so, and then I, she, what tore my heart apart, and I think this is when I was like, oh, wow, I was crazy about this girl. Oh, you had your heartbreak. She, yeah, she, I sobbed. You did? Sobbed. How old were you? Sophomore year of high school, so I was um, 17. I was a year older than most of the kids. Like, I got my license fresh, the end of freshman year of high school. In 1998, I was I turned 16 on, like, the second to last day of school. So then I got, and my mom was like, you got to get a job and pay for your gas and insurance, but I'll help you get this fucking little piece of shit Chevy Spectrum. It was like, oh, damn, you it was like, I think it was like, $2,400 on this used car lot. My mom talked the guy down to like $1,300. I remember she was such a... fucking coolest, yeah. And she, I remember I walked in and she was like embarrassing me because she kept like talking the guy down and all this stuff. And at one point I go, Mom, just stop. And she was embarrassing me. My mom looks at me she goes, Get out. Come back in an hour. She goes, Leave. I got this. I walk back in. The guy's like... Uh, your mom is a uh, she. She doesn't take no for an answer. Wow! And we walk off, and she just fucking looks at me, and goes, <laughs> 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 like talked him down, like over, like you know. That's good. So that was my first car, and then she was, she was like, "You got to get a job." And that's why I worked at the grocery store all through high school. So my freshman year summer, I was bagging groceries all summer, but I had this car, so it was like I would drive my, you know, the four really good buddies I had to movies or to a party or whatever. But then I was the only one working that summer. So everybody would come in because the little beach club that was in our small town was across the street from the grocery store. The grocery store was a part of this like town center where there was, you know, a Rite Aid and a bakery and, you know, the grocery store and um, a movie rental place and Baskin Robbins and and uh, 31 flavors. Yeah. 31 flavors, Uh, which, by the way, maybe it's time to add a couple more. Yeah. Let's let's switch it up. There are a lot of great new flavors out there combined based off the creativity of other ice cream vendors yes. going, hey, root beer is great on its own. What about root beer with chocolate chip mint? Hello. And also cookies and cream. How about avocado? How about avocado ice cream? Not a real flavor as well as it should be. <laughs> but that was, she just had a weird condiment Tourette's. Cinnamon in there. <laughs> cinnamon mimin? Cinnamon. Cinnamon. The best Sim- way to say cinnamon. it. Cinnamon. 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 Oh, God. That's. Cinnamon. 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 Is that, that's the beginning of. On. No, that's the beginning <laughs> Of the one-act play of the Dusty Orchid, where I come out on stage and I have some tiny kid with a speech impediment go, and then the light goes down on him and light comes up on me and I go, I can never say that fucking word. And then you hear like an owl hoot in the background and I go, it's my vagina. That's my that's my buddy. 
<laughs> Hooter. <laughs> Which is short for cooter. Nice, yeah. Like See, it, it writes itself. It's the same. It's hey, Tony's Broadway. What are you guys doing next summer? I'm gonna put up a new show. So the Dusty Orchid. So my friends would come into the grocery store, and I was just uh, so bummed because I was like, "Oh, they come in to get stuff and go back to the beach, and I'm sitting there bagging groceries." But you know, my mom was like, "You gotta fuck. You, you gotta like. You gotta. You gotta pay do your for, thing. Yeah. You gotta be. You gotta and be I'm glad I did. And then, yeah. Anyway, so I so. Again, I was saying I was so cautious to do stuff with girls, but like when I got all this attention, it was, you know, and then made out with some, a few older girls at some parties. But again, probably if I had balls or was, knew what I was doing at all, probably could have, you know, progressed quite oh, a bit with those girls. Them. Because you could have I was just, every woman but I wasn't, all the businesses. but I never was thinking of any of that when I was, I guess, flirting or just, you know, I knew what that was, but it was, I was never trying to, and again, also the reputation that I was so cautious of. And, uh, but not having a dad to even give you any sort of like man structure. Yeah, because my mom got me condoms and just kind of, and oh, I saw the shit. box put out, and I was like, no. And she was like, and, and then I was like, well, I fucking, I don't. I, I first need to say I love that you got magnums. I love that you think that that's what's. <laughs> and you're right, mom. Your mom bought you magnums. And guess what, mom? You're right. Shut up. And then I was like, your mom bought you magnums. Yeah. And uh, she saw she saw me in the Potential. womb. She knew what was going on down there. <laughs> She's like, I know what my son's going to need. She goes, oh, that's going to be... Oh, he's coming out with... He's going to need some packaging. <laughs> We're going to call UPS. Get the peanuts. Can you imagine a mom in when they're doing a sonogram? Or is that right? When they're rubbing the belly? Yeah. No, that... Um, with, the, with the gel? With the gel. What's, yeah, that's a sonogram. Yeah, so she's looking over and the woman's like, and there's the penis. And the mom just goes, let's get some magnums. <laughs> but just say it under your breath. And the woman's like, I'm sorry? It's magnums, condoms, please. <laughs> a couple years from here. Let's get some of the bigger packaging. Let's get some magnums. And I like, can't believe your really mom bought you magnum condoms. It's amazing. And then she was just like, I don't know what you're doing or what you're like, what if it's happening or whatever. Like, no, of course not. You know, and just, but if you do, like, they're just, you diagnose is weird. And Did you wink off to any, like, when you were a kid, any celebrities? Who were your celebrity crushes growing up? <sighs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Saved by the Bell. Oh, my God. Obsessed. Iconic American idol. Uh, yeah. Amer- yeah. Uh, and I remember, I think the first, like, piece of there was a movie called my stepmother's an alien with dan Aykroyd and oh Kim yeah Basinger. i know that movie Thank and you. it used to play late night and for a reason i caught it once and was like and it was not full nudity but it was like because i didn't have friends that had the magazines or there was a kid in my class that would talk about how much action he got even in like the sixth fifth or sixth grade and it was always like bullshit looking back i thought it was but then no, he just. In the sixth grade, I'm never having kids. There was a kid in Ideos seventh grade. No. There was a kid in seventh grade. His name was Jesse Mose, and he had a mustache, and he always wore a wife beater, and he looked like he was forty. And they were. Everyone, and I remember the first time somebody was like, "Jesse Mose, he 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 fucks," and I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> <laughs> and then he went. So the, and they go. Yeah, and I went. <laughs> and then you went and sat down at the lunch table by yourself with your magnum condoms. And they were like, condoms. dude. And you went. <laughs> with my magnum condoms. And they go, hey, man, can we get some of that grass? Because I was a horse. Yeah, um, you were a horse. Of course. No, but I didn't know what of sex course, was. Of course, You know, so it was like, what? He's fucking, you just, I mean, you knew that, that that's what, but it was like, whoa. Like, and then I, I can't even remember asking like weird questions when I found out. I was like, so like, what are you like, do you do it like, like the fun style or do you do like 
like, or like Cajun style. Like Cajun style, like, you know, did it get like an animal style, like an in and out burger? Or did it get like, <laughs> did it go the front way or did it go the sideways did way? Did it go the front way? Everyone's like, the sideways way. Did it go every, any which way but loose? I don't know. I didn't ask him. I never became friends with him. But if he's listening to this podcast, I thought your name. Tony Hoser. What's his name? Tony Hoser. Jesse Mose. But but <laughs> guess Hoser's what? But guess somebody. what? When you and I write a cop show for two lesbians, <laughs> that yes, I'm playing one of the lesbians. I'll be Tony Hoser. And I'll be Jesse Mose. <laughs> Oh my God! Wait a minute, but Tony, Ho- Tony, yeah, th- Tony and Jesse are both. Um, those are those crossover are, names. Crossover names. Fuck. Oh man, we just wrote an accidental slip, but maybe the lead character that really takes our show to season six in <laughs> strong form, where people go season one through five of what do we call it? Um, Butch ho- cops, horse, horse fuckers. Oh God! <laughs> All right, I have to put the pitch on hold. <laughs> I thought we were taking this thing out next week. Gotta get the title what straight. What are we gonna call it? Horse fuckers. God Come on, what are we it. gonna call our buddy cop movie? Shawshank Redemption two. <laughs> uh, the Dusty Orchid. Ooh, that's on not the bad. Force. The cop show? No, the Force. The Force. The horse. Well, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I've that? got it mounted. They're mounted cops. At least we get the horse thread in there. Or they only ride around on co- on horses, like in Northern Exposure, like in a small town. Great, perfect. Those are called mounted. Those cops are called mounted. I don't know why I'm screaming it. I got really excited. Mounted We're, horses. That so the mounted force. Yeah. You're not sold on it yet. I love force. I love sticking How with that. How about the horse force? How I mean, about that is just horse. I mean, we need Doctor Seuss to produce it because <laughs> he'll gonna be like, "You guys rhyming." <laughs> By the way, I love that I just made Dr. Seuss, first of all, a guy that would get involved in any rhyming business that wasn't yeah, his. I just saw him and then peek I love around that he, a curtain. Yeah, like, peek around a curtain, adjusts his glasses and goes, you guys, you guys rhyming? rhyming? <laughs> and it's actually Robert De Niro doing Dr. Seuss. He's like, One yeah. fish, two fish. <laughs> two fish, blowfish. Wait, Are what? you trying to fuck me with the fish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, Do your Robert De Niro impression. Well, I'm trying it. to think of another Seuss poem. Okay. Um, Horton, here's a who. <laughs> you want to milk me, fucker? <laughs> Horton, he just a who. does one line of the Seuss poem and then a line from one of his movies. <laughs> That's a great one-act play. Horton, God here's damn a who. It. Who the fuck you calling who? Who? Yeah. Horton. I didn't meet him. <laughs> Who's Horton? Oh, he's an elephant? Okay. I like elephants. I like elephants. I like elephants. Okay, you're doing another impression for me. Do um, okay. I love Johnny Depp because that's your is that still your voicemail? I know I should change it. You have to change it because I mean you've had Johnny Depp for a while and I want a new character. But do Johnny Depp. The first one I ever did was, I go, hey everybody, what's up? You reached Adam Rand's cell phone. This is J.C. Shazes from New Kids on the Block. Psych, in sync. Leave a message when you get a chance. Doesn't sound at all like J.C. No, Chaz's. I don't even know what J.C. Chazza's sounds he like. He was the next, uh, he was one of the singers in Insane. I remember him, but I don't even know, he, I can't even tell you no, that's why any it was discernible funny. difference between his voice and anybody no, else. That's why it was funny to nobody. And then okay, I do, do. So my Johnny Depp is, is Pirates of the Caribbean Johnny Depp. So right? let me, I'm going to ask Johnny Depp just questions. Just about, yeah, Can sure. I ask him a question? Yes. First of all, I love being at the Viceroy because I've, um, I'm a big fan of Santa Monica, but I don't... Um, I don't come out here very often because I don't drink as much anymore because I'm buying necklaces and bracelets <laughs> for my f- pet ferret that I'm trying to cast in my new film called The Sweet, Sweet Chimney Sweepers. <laughs> What's your ferret's name? Tobias. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. His name is Rumpelstiltskin. 
snort. Did you just snort? I did. I'm actually, the snort is what turns me on the most. When I was filming Chocolat, the main actress, whose name I don't remember because I don't Julia remember Binoche? any. Juliette Binoche? Juliette Binoche. She would snort all the time and I would go, <laughs> and that's how we made love. She would snort and I would, <laughs> all over her. All over her. Her dusty orchid. Her dusty orchid. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do another impression. That's a good out. A good out? That that was a really good out, though. Oh, to end? Yeah. Maybe one more impression I can okay. stick in there. Okay. Who else do you do? The first ones, well, the first impressions I ever did was of teachers and classmates. Actually, here's a great story to end on. Okay. But I, the impressions I do are Tony Danza, Jay Leno, ones like Ray Romano, like ones that are just, that are easy, like that I've done since I was a kid just because I, like, you know, but even, but they're all like heightened, ver- like, Tony Danza is the only one that probably actually sounds like my real voice because it's just so much. I would watch him. He hosted a show every night. Tony Danza's on my list. My senior year in college, Tony Danza had a show called The Tony Danza Show. And it was a talk show because America loved the idea of Tony Danza. I remember The Tony Danza Show. It was incredible. Yeah. His monologues were the best thing ever because he didn't have jokes. He would just bring shit up and then move along. And it was super awkward. So we'd go, it was filmed in New York City. And he would go, Oh, we got a. Uh, what's going on in the news? What's going on? Oh, uh, Julia Roberts is getting ready to have twins. Uh, she holds up a magazine cover. Of course, that's uh, two babies that look alike, so that'll be tough to tell them apart. Anyway, what else is going on? Oh, the Yankees didn't make the playoffs this year, which I'm super bummed out about because I really love those uniforms. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, funny story. Funny story. <laughs> My wife last night trades She goes, Tony, when you go down to the store, make sure you get toothpaste, milk, and bread. We're out of toothpaste. Really need that toothpaste. I go, all right, all right. I'll get the toothpaste. I go down to the store. I get the bread. I get the milk. I forget the toothpaste. I get home. She goes, Tony, where was the toothpaste at? I go, oh, oh, whoops. Anyway, we got a great show. Kelsey Graham is here. <laughs> and you'd be like, what the fuck just happened? Holy shit. So that made me a, a giant fan forever. Um, Tony Dance is classic. He's the best. Jay Leno. Um, you said you had a story. So I started, uh, again, when I say when I was starting to make friends laugh, I would impersonate teachers and friends. And uh, I could just mimic very well, you know? Yeah, you're and a then, good mimicker. Uh, um, and so there was a girl who moved to our school. She was a new girl, and she was super cute and just popular right away. Because she was new, but she was, like, athletic and cute, and everybody had a crush on her. Her name is Annie Bernhard. Hey, Amy. Annie. Annie. <laughs> she's actually a really successful lawyer, and she's got a cool-ass husband and a, uh, a cute kid. Oh, well, hey, Annie. Annie? But back in the day, back in she the day. was a teasing dick tease. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, no, no. She, she, um, I was a bigger kid, and so she was, had a crush on all my athletic, thinner friends. And so, uh-huh. oh, one day I realized I can impersonate her voice to a T because my voice hasn't dropped. So I could literally, I could literally just like, I would do this. I remember the way I would even just, like, this is how I would kind of, it was very like, 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 like it was a little scratchy in the back of your throat. I remember I would talk really back here, and like it was crazy. Just me, like to a T, it sounded like her. So I would do this to buddies at school as impressions of her being like, "Oh, I'm so popular," and whatever, like, and making them laugh. Basically, just doing an impression of her, just being a bitter fat kid. It was like, "Oh, she doesn't want to fucking." She want to fuck me, well, I'm gonna. <laughs> Well, I'm going to impersonate her. So I would prank call my buddy who they ended up starting like holding hands and whatever, you know. Um, he would finger her outside the teleball court. And, oh, shit. Uh, just kidding. No, you're not. Um, I'm so, not. So serious. And so I would call him as her. I did it for about two weeks. You fooled him? With two buddies in the room laughing. 
And I go, hey. And some one night we talked for like an hour and a half. I was Shut like, what up. are you thinking about now? What are you? What are you? What are your hopes and dreams? How did you not laugh? <laughs> I love I turned to J Lo because finally she could hear me chewing food because I was such a fat fuck. I was still eating <laughs> while I was prank calling her. She's like, are you eating marshmallows and fucking queso dip? I was like, this is Annie. Uh, <laughs> no, but so then I would be like, come sit next to me at the lunch table tomorrow. It was the next door. I never took advantage. It's not evil because I never was like, hey, oh, you it's know, evil. Come take your dick out and put it on my sandwich, you know. <laughs> But Come my take friends, your dick out and put on my sandwich. I don't know. That, that would be like my a idea. perfect sandwich. Nice. What kind of bread? Pumpernickel? Uh, I was going to say rye. Because you're Jewish. <laughs> I'm trying to please your mom. She'd love you either way. Either if I wrapped your dick in a rye bread or if She'd I love that. Pumpernickel? She'd love that. What, 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 sourdough? She'd be like, is it going to fit in a magnum? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then he found out. I, I told him finally one day, I go, hey, Evan, uh, that's me been calling you as Annie. He goes, yeah, right. I go, well, anyway, I look forward to talking with you tonight on the phone. And I'll never forget his face. He was like, huh? Because I got him. Oh, fuck. And then we became really good buds after that. There's a con- there was a But that was the beginning of, like, me, A, realizing that, like, because the amount of people that I was like, I do that voice at school for it. It was like the first person I like, you know, mimic to make laugh, you know. And then yeah. and then I started, I would memorize Ace Ventura and like I would play those prank calls I would do on the radio station on the bus. I would like recite Ace Ventura on the back of the bus. 23.9 round into the nearest decimal point. We have traveled back in time to oh my save God, endangered see? species. But so far, no one Does anybody have a man. ring? <laughs> Does anybody have a ring? It can be a Fruit Loop. <laughs> Or even a, a cock We've ring. We've got to, mister. The best. At that home movie. Wow, yeah. you people are real friendly around here. That home movie was, that yeah. movie changed my life. The bottlenose dolphin, or Terciopteron gatus, <laughs> has an elongated beak, round cone-shaped teeth, and a serrated dorsal appendage. But I'm sure you already knew that. <laughs> That's what turns me on about you. Your attention to detail. Your attention to detail. Oh my God, I haven't said that since sixth grade. That shit is amazing. I was that fucking blown away by that. Yeah, I was you're like, just like, who is this? Because it was the and even at that moment, I remember being like, nobody could do that but him, and that oh, was wow. a cool thing to realize. Yeah. And that's when I pulled your dick out and shoved it into a horse butt. You said it. I didn't. But I've I did it. You said video. it. I've only, I've only looked at one video. We have to end it like this. Hopefully you'll cut it off before then. Do an impression of you as a horse checking out. Okay, here's here's the scenario. Yep. You're a horse. I'm walking by. You're turned on. What do you sound like? Give me one second and replay that. So. You're a horse. I'm walking by in a really cute outfit. Ooh. You're turned on. As a horse, what are the noises you make? Ooh. Damn. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Adam Ray. All right. I'm way too turned on to continue this podcast. Oh, my God. I can tell. I love you very much. Very much. I think it's hysterical. I mean, do we like it? I'll have to do another poll.
I'll have to pull it online. We'll have to see if you guys like that. I, I mean, it, you're not losers, but because my name's Peluso, Palusers just rolls off the tongue so nicely. <laughs> we'll see. I, I mean, I'm not that crazy that I want a name for my fans, but I am. So I just might have to figure it out. That's hilarious. And all this horse talk. I'm so sorry that we talk so much about horse fucking. <laughs> I love horses, though. I'm a big fan of them. So it's just par for the course. Par for the horse. <laughs> oh, man. This is so bad. It's so bad. Adam Ray, everybody. He is just... I was laughing listening to the interview. It's, and I texted him. I'm like, we're, we're so funny. We're so funny together. I, I don't it, like it's ridiculous. I just love having that humor chemistry with people. It, it feels like a drug when somebody, you know, can make you laugh. It just if it, it's it's addictive. And that's probably why comedians hang out with other comedians, because there's that camaraderie there. Like like no other. Um, the interview that I did last week with Lori Kilmartin, which was a great one. I added an, uh, a clip of an interview that Seinfeld did on CBS, and you have to find it. It's a really great interview. He talks about what it takes to be a comedian. If you Google that, you can see the whole interview. It's like five minutes long. But he talks about the connection that comedians have with one another and how it's different with the connection you have with, quote-unquote, normal people who aren't stand-up comics. It, it's almost, in, in the way he spoke about it, it really hit home because I have a hard time connecting with people who aren't stand-up comics. And, and when I do find a comedian, it, there's just this unsaid connection that we have because of what we experience, and Adam and I definitely have that. So I just, I love him, and he makes me laugh. I just I was texting him the whole time, like, oh, my God, you're making me laugh. You can, you can he has a podcast as well. It's called About Last Night with Brad Williams, who we mentioned in this episode. They're hilarious, so please subscribe to their podcast. They have really great interviewees, interviews uh, with all sorts of people, everyone. So just check out that podcast. And he's actually going to be at Parlor Live in Bellevue, where I just was. Adam Ray will be at Parlor Live in Vel- Bellevue July 9th through the 11th. And he'll also be at the Laugh Factory in Scottsdale June 25th through the 28th. And don't forget, I'm in Toledo, Ohio this weekend, June 19th, 20th, and 21st. So check us out. If we're on your side of the globe, look look for us. He's um, he's awesome. And, I, you know, I always like to talk about some real shit. You know, I know a lot of these podcast people just have what they like to talk about every time. But I like to talk about what's specific to the person I'm interviewing. And, you know, Adam mentioned he had issues with obesity. And that's a serious thing, you know, being a, a heavier kid being overweight when you're a kid and that's that's a hard thing to deal with so if you are that person and you're having a hard time believe me I know the struggle is real and there are people out there who can help you so I hope that you can find some peace uh, some a, a nice calm life where you don't feel like you have to eat all the time because there is help for people who have eating disorders and you know all of that stuff so I hope that listening to that can at least make you feel less alone you are not alone. Anybody out there who has problems, you're not alone. Don't let people judge you. Okay? Word up. Word up to your mother. Just listen to Genuine if you feel sad. Come on in. Let's do it. Ride it. I mean, come. if your dick is a pony, I gotta go. Bye. I'm looking for a stallion, motherfucker. I can't be wasting my time on no pony. What, you got a Shetland pony cock? I'm looking for that black stallion. <laughs> I'm not going to ride a pony. Get the fuck out of here. 
Oh my God, we were talking about Fabio. Holy shit, Fabio. Who remembers Fabio? He got hit in the face with a goose on a roller coaster. Am I crazy? Am I not remembering that right? I really thought that... I remember a news story where Fabio got hit in the face on a roller coaster. I thought he was like in Six Flags or something. I'm not going crazy. I know that that happened. That shit is just... I'm going to have to Google it right now. Fabio and Goose. Oh my God. Yeah, Fabio and Goose. Oh, there's a photo. <laughs> <laughs> he got it in the face. <laughs> if you want to have a fun lunch break when you're done listening to this podcast, just Google Fabio and Goose and thank me later. Okay? <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's real. It's real. I knew I remembered that correctly. He got hit in the fucking face with a goose. Oh, my God. Clitoris Rex. Yep, we mentioned clitoris. We had so many good things that we mentioned in there. So I hope you guys really enjoyed it. (laughs) I'll put the Fabio story on my uh, Facebook fan page so you guys make sure so you, you you don't miss it. Um, movies. Okay, so we're going to switch up the movie situation. I really want to do a movie that we watch together every week. And then on my Facebook fan page, we can talk about it and break it down without having spoiler alerts. You can't do that shit on Twitter because people will attack us. It's just, people take their spoiler alerts very seriously. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to keep it to confine it to my Facebook fan page, which which is, um, Jesse Mae Peluso comedian, not my regular page, my fan page. You have to like it. You just click like, and then you can see all the fun stuff on there. So, but I will recommend one movie that I saw this week in the theaters. When I was in Bellevue, we went and saw Jurassic World. You have to see it 3D and IMAX. It is so much fucking fun. It is action packed, Chris Pratt packed, Bryce Dallas Howard, who is dope. It's, it's just so good from beginning to end. It's so good. I'm going to go see it again. So, and I, the, the original was, is one of my favorite movies. Jurassic world did not, um, upset. It, 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 it didn't fail to deliver. It was amazing. So go see Jurassic world in the, in the movie theater. If you can, it's not cheap, but go do it. And if you have a choice between Jurassic world and my show, come to my show <laughs> and I'll tell you about Jurassic world in your face. Um, okay, so the movie I want us to watch this week, you have a week to watch it. So by Sunday, by Father's Day, the 21st, we have had to watch it because we're going to talk about it on Sunday. Every Sunday, we're going to discuss the movie that we watch. So you have a whole week to watch it. So this week, I really want to watch because I talked about it before, Zombievers. <laughs> it's a horror comedy movie about zombievers not like vaginas coming back to life which would be horrible um but i think beavers that are zombies get it zombievers it's on netflix um i'll give you my netflix password no i'm just kidding no i won't please sign up for netflix if you haven't it's a great way to compensate for not having cable i'm getting rid of cable because it's so fucking ridiculous get get netflix watch zombievers this week and on sunday i will do 
either a Q&A or some sort of thing where we can chat back and forth about this movie. I'm guessing it's going to be ridiculous. So take notes while you watch it so you know what the fuck you're going to talk about on my Facebook fan page. Sunday, we will reconvene about Zombievers. Okay, each week we'll do a different movie so that we don't do any spoilers on um, Twitter. So And we can hide it right on my Facebook fan page. Come there. We'll do that together. Movie night, bitch. Okay, I'm going to do some questions like I do every week. Joe Venti, have you peed the bed lately? <laughs> no, Joe. I've been a grown-ass woman, okay? I have not. Ashley Russell Kegley. Oh, my God, your last name sounds like Kegel. That's amazing. Ashley Russell Kegley, can I have some of your sneels? Now, not everybody knows what a sneel is. A sneel is a sneaker and a heel in one shoe, and I'm addicted to them. Nike makes the best ones. I also just purchased a new pair of Adidas ones, and I love them. You cannot have some of my sneels. Bitch, they're mine. Get your own, okay? Uh, let's see. Joe Venti asked me a couple more questions. Who do you think will win an Oscar first? You or Leonardo DiCaprio? Me, obviously, Joe. We know that answer, okay? Joe, Josh Day. When did you start comedy? Josh, you are obviously not caught up in my life. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I started comedy when I was 19, when I lived in Boston. I did improv, and I took a writing course for six months, and I did five minutes, and I have it on tape. I might have to release that. Once I release my comedy special, I might have my first five minutes play just to show that I haven't gotten any funnier. No, <laughs> But yeah, I started when I was 19, so that, you know... I've, I, I, uh, I love comedy and it's, it's in my blood. Doug Hess, do you wear pearl necklaces? Doug, my parents listen to this podcast, so why don't you shut your fucking mouth? Yes, I do on Fridays and Saturdays. Okay. Um, Bruce Bernard, what time do you get off? Dot, dot, dot work. Oh my God, Bruce. It's such a funny orgasm joke. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. Okay. Let's see what else. Christopher McCallumant. McCallumant, what's your AKA or MC name or even graffiti name? I say Sassy Pants Peluso. It's not Sassy Pants, Christopher. My AKA in high school was Crazy J. Shout out to all my girls from Henniger High School basketball team. Woo woo, hootie hoo. Eric Matukunus, Matukonis, Eric Matukonis. Is that Greek? Greek or Japanese? What is that? If you had a choice between a guy who is rich and humorless or poor and makes you laugh, who would you choose to date? Rick, Eric, I've always dated poor funny fuckers, okay? Maybe that's my problem. I'm going to have to get a rich dude who's dry as toast because that might be the key to longevity. I don't know. You know, I just want to, at this point in my life, I'm just looking to date somebody who treats me right, okay? Okay, Eric, is that you, Eric Matakunos? You're going to have to take my last name, motherfucker, though. Patrick palastro what do you drink wine beer whiskey i like wine listen i'm not gonna lie patrick i like a glass of wine because i'm a lady but tequila is just what makes me have the most fun tequila one tequila two tequila okay so just pour it up if there are any tequila sponsors who want to send me tequila send me tequila because i will drink it and don't send me none of that cheap shit because i don't mess around with the cheap shit all right no cuervo no patron no, I want the top shelf. Give me that Don Julio. Give me that Milagro. Give me some Mezcal. Give me that Casamigos. Give me that Casadores, okay? My favorite 
favorite tequila is Claza Azul. If anybody is listening, if anybody who knows somebody who works for Claza Azul, send me all the bottles they have left. <laughs> Ian Velasquez, how many black guys have you slept with? You know what, Ian? You need to shut your mouth. How about that? Okay? Why don't you ask Rachel Dolezal those personal questions? What a fun time. What a fun time. You guys have been amazing. Uh, this Well, I've been amazing. You guys haven't done shit. I've been doing all the work. But this is episode 11 of the Sharp Tongue podcast, Sharp Tongue show. I'm going to have to do a poll on the website to see what we're going to call it. Check the website for the movie. Make sure you watch it. You have a week to watch it. Each week we're going to change the movie. So by Sunday, y'all have better watch Zombiever, okay? And I'm going to play a fun little outgoing message like I do every fucking show. You guys know I like to do that. I happened to find a TMZ video online of a paparazzi who found Fabio in a parking garage and he asked him about the time he got smacked in the face by a goose. <laughs> Hope you enjoy it. I love you guys. You're a dreamer, right? Yeah. So do you have, have you ever had a dream about the, the incident with the pigeon or the, no. the goose? No. Wait a minute, I'm just, I'm, that goose that hit him in the oh, face on the roller coaster. The, was it a goose? Yeah. yeah. That was really the most awesome. <laughs> One of the best stories ever. Uh, <laughs> Can't you see him waking up in night sweats? Yeah, right. The goose. Do you ever feel bad for the, the, no, the no, bird? No, really. You know, I just sent the condolences to the family. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened to the bird? We don't even know. It like exploded on his face. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favorite Hollywood stories ever. You're a legend, man. You're kind of right. All right, ciao. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.